You know what I hear from 80% of women who I counsel? They struggle with physical intimacy. And sometimes I wonder, is it the pressure, the performance, the obligation? But I actually think it's deeper than that. In today's episode, we're chatting about the feminine touch, how God created qualities of softness, sensuality, receiving, and how to stay in alignment with our design when approaching our bodies. Are you in a season where you're longing for more, desiring inner peace, hoping for more authenticity in relationships? Perhaps you're feeling unsettled inside, like you know that God is calling you deeper, higher, and further than you've ever gone before. You are ready for change, and it's time for something to shift. But what is it? What's been missing? My name is Amber Todd. I am a Christian counselor, and I believe that you were never meant to live a disconnected, segmented life. You were created for connection, deep, authentic, healing connection. First, within yourself, because your mental, physical, and spiritual health is interconnected. This is why I love collaborating with doctors and like-minded holistic practitioners who honor God's design for our whole being to function and operate in harmony. Life Interconnected Podcast is an intentional space you can come to every week to receive encouragement, hope, and a fresh perspective on your internal world so that you better understand your thoughts and emotions and how to live a connected life. Join this movement of mindful believers who desire to grow in our faith and cultivate a holistic approach to health and wellness. Subscribe to the podcast today and share it with your friends. Welcome to Life Interconnected. One of the first moments when I realized how important it is to live interconnected was actually in a moment when I was reflecting on what happens during physical intimacy. Now, obviously the body's involved. (laughs) However, I counsel so many women who disassociate or escape their bodies during sex. So why is that? And how is that? How does it seem to be that we can be somewhere else mentally even when we're physically connecting with our spouse. And so I began to dig deeper into this concept and there's some key things that I have learned. I mentioned in the overview in last week's episode that women are designed to receive literally anatomically. (laughs) This physical design also has spiritual implications and I was really touched this week. I had read something um, posted on Instagram from the Empowered Mama Movement, and she shared about when we look at scripture, um, we see that men and women who are seeking God, there's this pattern of a difference. Now, typically we see men going up to the mountaintop to pray, right? They're like going up, they're ascending somewhere to seek God, whereas women are day-to-day doing life, caring for their families, their space, and Jesus came to them wherever they were. They were doing their everyday ordinary tasks, and he met them there. And I just wanted to read this excerpt from that post. Um, She said, He meets them at the wells where they draw water for their families, in their homes, in in their gardens, in their kitchens. He comes to them as they sit beside sick beds, as they give birth, care for the elderly, and perform necessary mourning and burial rites. 
Even at the empty tomb, Mary was the first witness of Christ's resurrection. She was there because she was doing the womanly chore of properly preparing Christ's body for burial. So in these seemingly mundane, ordinary tasks, these women of the scriptures found themselves face to face with divinity. Now that's from the Empowered Mama Movement um, Instagram. And as I was processing that, I was just really deeply touched by that idea that we as women don't have to strive to meet God, (laughs) right? Like he, he sees us and meets us where we're at. And I think that really captures this idea of receiving, right? If we posture our hearts, if we keep our eyes and our ears and our minds open to perceive the work of God all around us, to, to perceive the presence of God all around us, he will always meet us there. And I just think, you know, so many times when I ask, um, especially a female client, you know, tell me a little bit about your, your faith. You know, what is your relationship with God? Um, how would you describe that? And typically they answer that by like, oh, well, I haven't been to church in this long, or I haven't done my quiet times consistently, or, you know, I haven't been showing up to Bible study. Like they're typically focused on what they're doing or not doing. And it just always strikes me because I'm really asking more about their heart. And yet there's this pressure of like, I have to do something. I have to perform to somehow reach this like spiritual closeness with God. And I just think that's indicative of our culture, right? We talked last week about how we live in this masculine culture. We live in this hustle and grind culture, this performance culture, this American dream culture that we're always striving, working, moving towards something. We have to earn it. And yet Jesus comes to women. He wants us to receive his presence. He wants us to perceive his presence. He's given us the spiritual gift of discernment. Like we as women are typically the ones who get the gut feeling. (laughs) We as women are typically the ones who have stronger intuition. Isn't that interesting? If we could actually learn to perceive it in a deeper way, how much would that change our lives? And I think the fact that our culture is so masculine driven means that we as women are we're surrounded by messages that we need to do things like men do. Now, I am all for women empowerment. Hear me clearly. I believe that women are capable of extraordinary things and we can do anything that we set our minds to. This doesn't have to do with what we are capable of. I'm talking about the way we go about it when it's striving and performance it's more aligned with a masculine quality rather than feminine design. And so to me, keeping in step with the spirit, keeping in flow with the spirit is allowing my natural female design to flow with my intuition and the voice of the Holy Spirit in my life and to be able to perceive and receive what God is doing in my life. And so to tie it back to that first example of physical intimacy, It feels forced or rushed sometimes. And and in that, our hearts and minds aren't fully engaged, right? So sometimes if we feel like we're pushed or, and not even that it's um, bad intentions on behalf of our spouse, but if a female feels pushed or rushed physically, 
especially if it's in a situation where she's in the middle of, you know, caring for something or someone, um, we can often escape mentally or disassociate. And so that's why it's so important to feel emotionally safe and connected to our spouse in order for our bodies to be at ease during intimacy. And so I gave that example because I want you to start to see this interconnected design. Again, we're talking about it through these different qualities of mind, body, spirit connection. It shows up in intimacy. It shows up in how we pursue God. It shows up in our homes. It shows up in our relationships. And there's three primary qualities about our design as women that I want to highlight today, just to kind of give you a foundation. And so point number one, we have this beautiful quality of softness. We naturally have a nurturing and attentive quality. Our ability to slow down, to be in the present moment is what allows us to express the mother heart of God. And I think looking at qualities, fruits of the spirit, like gentleness and patience, those type of things create safety for our loved ones. And softness is this beautiful quality in our feminine design. And Nate and I were just talking the other day and I, I didn't, I know this is so common. Sometimes it feels like it does this only happen in my house, but like Nate, if Nate's home with the kids, everything could be going well. It's peaceful. They're happy. Like I get home after work, I walk in the door and it's like, everyone loses their mind. <laughs> like they start, like they come to me and they want to be held. They're whining. They're like dumping what was hard about their day. And it's like all of a sudden, like everything they're carrying, all that they've been holding in, like my presence as a mom and as a woman creates this safe space, this container to receive all of their emotion and their energy that's been built up during the day. Now, sometimes for dads, that can be frustrating, right? Because it's like, I don't know what happened. They were totally fine. Like my, my husband, Nate is very attentive. Like I know he was checking in on them. I know he asked about their day. Like he's very loving. He's a very present dad. And so it's not that he as a male is doing anything wrong. It's like just naturally we as women carry that safe emotional container for other people. And so that quality of softness is actually this beautiful healing vessel, not only for our loved ones, but for friends and for, you know, the spheres of influence that God has called us to. And I want to make a side note about softness because when we think of softness, you know, what's the opposite of that fierceness. Now, fierceness is also a quality that we as strong women need to tap into sometimes. It's just naturally more of a masculine trait, right? So sometimes our fierceness has developed out of necessity or survival. Like we almost when women who haven't felt safe to be soft, haven't felt safe to let other people in, Sometimes they develop a hardness in a shell out of survival so that there's no more pain and wounding. And so my goal as a woman, I consider myself to be a strong woman. I'm, I'm pretty fierce, <laughs> but my goal is to be balanced in my feminine nature and also to tap into God's strength and power when I need to be fierce, not just out of survival, but because it's through the power of God. And so that leads me to point number two. The second quality I want to explore today is sensuality, right? We hear the term sexuality a lot, but we don't often talk about sensuality. So 
Our bodies often become shut down because we've been given so many confusing messages about our body, especially if you grew up in the church, you know, it was sort of like anything that had to do with your body or sensuality was sin. It was bad. It was wrong. Sort of stay away from it. Don't talk about it. And all of a sudden when you get married, you're supposed to like flip the switch and all of a sudden be in touch with your physical needs, know how to communicate that to your spouse, be able to be sensual. And, and so Um, I think as women, especially as Christian women, there's a lot of confusion around this and even just the term, like being sexual, like we can automatically think, Oh, is that a bad thing? Like, but I'm here to tell you, like God created you to be in touch with the power of your five senses as a woman, to know your body well, to know what your body needs, to know what makes your body feel good and to know how to communicate that to your spouse. And I just think so many times we feel so confused and shut down that we've almost thrown the baby out with the bathwater. And so as I process this with other women who, who are having these mixed messages with body image and how they view themselves, I mean, especially, I want to speak to those of you who have a very loud inner critic around your body. Like every time you look in the mirror, what thoughts pop in your head. You know, in counseling, we call those, you know, intrusive thoughts. You know, are you flooded with criticism? Are you flooded with joy and um, delight? Because here's the, here's the hard truth. I'm going to just say it like it is. If you do not love your body, if you are critical of your body, if you are shut down to all your senses and don't know how to fully be in your body and communicate that to your spouse, then it's going to be really difficult for them to do the same for you, right? If you have those messages of like, I don't like the way I look, or I think I'm too this or too that, like the way that you show up in intimacy even just simple things like the way you get dressed or like when you're in the bathroom with your spouse, just like your general presence is going to be um, tainted by that heaviness of criticism that you're carrying internally. And so just a little practical thing that I think is important, like what would it look like to cultivate a positive inner dialogue first about your body and your sensuality? And I think by doing that, it's a first step, like by changing those thoughts intentionally, by choosing one thought that you want to change, that you want to practice. We can practice our thoughts. We can renew our minds. You've heard me talk before about neuroplasticity and how God designed our brains and what it means to have the power to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so I just encourage you pick one thought. Maybe you put an index card on your mirror where you get ready. Um, and I want you to look at yourself to delight in the beauty of how God created your body. And as you do that, this idea of sensuality and actually becoming awakened inside of your body and knowing the fullness of the gift that God has created in your body can then be delighted and enjoyed as you are connecting with your spouse. And so that leads me to point number three. And I, I and I've touched on this last week a little bit today, but I just want to highlight it again. In addition to softness and sensuality, receiving is also a quality that God has given us as women, right? We receive um, in how he designed sex. We receive in our intuition, 
Like we just have this general sense and receiving from the Holy Spirit. And so I just want you to think about like, are you postured to receive? Are you attuned to what's coming towards you? Like this could be in the spirit. Um, this could be perception of what's going on around you. Are you postured for look to look for all the ways that God wants to meet you? Because naturally as a, as a woman being able to receive is really one of our secret weapons. <laughs> and it seems again, counterintuitive in a masculine culture, but it's actually a beautiful gift. Um, I, I have this analogy and I, I, I'm telling this to you real time because I'm still unpacking it. But at the beginning of the summer, um, my kids and I, we started our first little garden. Um, and I let them each pick out like three different types of seeds. Honestly, I'm totally an amateur. <laughs> Some of you are gardeners are going to be like, that wasn't a good idea, but they each just picked out their own little section in the garden. And I didn't do a ton of research of like, how, how far do I space out each type of seed? And like, what do I, you know, how do we tend to it? I would, we just kind of planted it each section and let it go. Well, um, my, one of my daughters planted, one of the things she planted was spaghetti squash, another one planted cucumbers. Well, those two in particular pretty much exploded, like literally all like took over, not just the garden, but all of my landscaping around the squash even started like climbing up my siding. Like you guys, it was bad. <laughs> it was exciting to them, but I was like, okay, this is like a lot. And so it was a lot of harvest coming at me, right? A lot of fruit coming. And to be honest, it was overwhelming to keep up with it because again, maybe I just lack the confidence to know, okay, when do I, when do we like pluck or pick the, the harvest and how long do we let it go? Do we trim it back? It's like all of that. And so here I had all this fruit in essence coming in my garden, but I haven't been picking it. I haven't been, um, pulling it off the vine or trimming the vines back. And I think about that analogy of like, like, God, just in this season for me with all this transition, I told you guys last week, if you missed that episode, um, I'll just share briefly that I'm in the middle of a lot of personal transition with my business. I'm now in my brand new office, which I'm so excited about. I'm actually sitting in here right now as I record this. It's a beautiful, peaceful space. I'm collaborating with a naturopathic doctor and several other practitioners. I'm really living out life interconnected with other professionals and how we support healing the whole person. And so there's just all this harvest around me right now, all this opportunity. And I felt like the Lord said to me the other day, he's like, Amber, the harvest is here. It's coming. And if you don't pick it and keep up with it as it comes, it will rot. And I will tell you that was really convicting because sometimes when I see the favor of God in my life, it can be overwhelming and I just want to run <laughs> because I don't know how to keep up with it. Or I feel like, am I going to manage this? Well, um, is this too much? Am I too much? You know, all those doubts and insecurities that come in. But I think to a, to be able to receive the favor of God in your life, to be able to receive the blessings he's given you, to be able to posture yourself and actually pluck that fruit off the ground and say, thank you, God, that this is from you for me rather than playing a martyr and saying, Oh, I don't deserve this, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not, I'm not going to take that. If God has given you favor, follow it. If he has opened a door and given you opportunity, step through it. That's what it means to receive. And if you're not receiving, 
then you're allowing his harvest in your life to rot. So that's my encouragement to you today is think about what harvests around you. What is God speaking? What have you been sensing in your intuition, but you've been ignoring? Delayed obedience is disobedience. So perceive and receive what God is speaking to you and know that he works all things together for your good and that you can trust him even when you don't know what the next step is. So here's the big idea today. God created the feminine qualities of softness, sensuality, and receiving because he knew that the world needs balance. We as women need to embrace the balance of God's intended design for us. And we need to recognize what areas that we've been off balance. So here's what I want you to reflect on this week. Ladies, how are you connected to the qualities of softness, sensuality, receiving, Are you pushing through in survival mode, striving, trying to climb up a hill? Or do you feel connected in your body to the truest desires of your heart? Are you postured to receive what God is doing around you with a grateful heart? What does balance look like for you? As we wrap up today, I just want to mention um, for a few more weeks, I've got this opportunity open and I would love for you to consider to be a part of it. Um, I'm really desiring to cultivate a healing community um, of women who can take these things that we're learning and really minister to one another. I'm calling it women healing women. And so if any of this resonates, if you're excited about that, I just want to hear your thoughts. This is not a commitment or obligation. It's just an interest form. You can go to the Google doc link down below and submit your info today. And I will look over that and I'll be in touch in the next two weeks um, to follow up with those of you who have expressed interest. Here's a sneak peek for next week's episode. You guys, next Monday, I will be chatting with Dr. Heather Rhodes and she is brilliant and I have learned the most from her about hormones. So we're going to be diving into all things hormonal health and balance, talking about what that looks like for us as women. And I can't wait to share more with you. So I will see you next week. Thank you so much for sharing the space with me today. I want you to know that God sees you. You are loved, valued, and important. If this podcast helped you, it would mean so much if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and text or post a screenshot with your friends who can join our mindful movement of believers. Let's live intentionally as God designed life to be interconnected. I'm cheering for you. We are in this together, and I look forward to next time.